Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Magic Beans Podcast, episode 105. My name is Cracker, and I will be your host for this episode, and I'm joined by one of my good mates and a fellow bean, Stu. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Just you and me. Bit of a smaller cast in terms of the uh, the amount of people. The uh, Is this the A-team? I think so. Or is it like... No, I mean, it can't be the A-team if I'm here, but we've got the A-team host, so that's good enough. Oh, okay. I think your A-team's true. I'm happy well, thanks, to have you with me. Appreciate that. So this week, the other beans uh, are madly prepping for the Envy. They are. Short, Shorty and Chewy are busy editing videos and preparing all sorts of OBS things. I don't know what Shorty does, man. It's It's a lot. He but, does all the hard work. I mean, he does. As always, we do nothing. I, I kind of feel bad. I, yeah, and I, I feel particularly bad this time because because we're doing nothing for the envy either. Both you and I are in the throes of packing to move house, so unfortunately, our weekends are kind of write-offs at the moment. So, so are you as devastated as I am? Because I I'm I, absolutely shattered that I'm missing out this weekend. Yeah, like I'm not even going to be able to watch it live. I mean, I'll try and have it in like my phone like in my pocket like i'll just set up my phone with like headphones around the place yeah while i'm yeah. doing things but yeah unfortunately actually that's a good idea i do have a screen in just about every room in the house i could just have twitch open on all of them but just we've got do it. we've got an open for inspection as well right in the middle of yeah, it it's so fine. yeah get them yeah, in no, mate. Right. they can join fine. the next league it's time to convert the masses <laughs> perfect well, marketing we'll just jam it in your throat like an ad <laughs> yeah sounds good to me let's make it happen Speaking of ads. <laughs> oh, it's time to shill. <laughs> Let's go. We've, uh, do, you want, do you want to have a chat with our, our, our wonderful listeners here about our sponsors, mate? Yeah, I'd love to. So, as always, a big shout out to Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, who sponsor the Magic Beans, the Magic Beans cast, the Magic Beans tournament series, and as is the main topic of our episode tonight, the Magic Beans 2021 Invitational. They have provided so many prizes for us that we just we can't believe it. We can't believe the the amount of support they give us, and we love them so much. So what I want you to to, to do, our loyal listeners, is to look them up on Facebook or go to jpmtgbazaar.com.au. I think that's what it is. That's the one. And that'll direct you to their Facebook page. Go and bid on every auction you can, whatever the cards. If you see one of the beans bidding, outbid us because it's hilarious. Jen, I know you're listening. I know you do it. Continue, please. And when you win, tell them the beans sent you. Love it. Chewy was telling me that he got a card this week. He got a Seekers Chariot. He outbid Q-Ball by a oh. dollar. <laughs> he was just he was laughing. I was like, are you going to give it to him? I was like, eh, maybe. No, I love it. See, this is what it's all about. It is. It is. It's the friendly banter that the beans encourage, mostly because we've been doing it since before we were the beans. It was just funny. I, I have tried to outbid Polywaffle before on a card. <laughs> I mean- <laughs> Just once. All, it's like- all, all you're doing there is dummy bids, mate. You're just raising the price for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he wants to win it. Oh, dear. All right. So, uh, yeah, this weekend, the Envy in, in just a, a couple of days, but- before that, there's a couple of other topics that we thought we should quickly chat about. Um, this weekend is, well, tomorrow is Thanksgiving in America. 
Thursday. Yes, it is. Happy Happy Thanksgiving to DeBroom and you know anyone else in the states or, or other parts of the world that are listening to this. Uh, Thor is Chris Hemsworth, I think, and the, yeah, I think there's a couple yeah. of others. Yeah, yeah. So happy we Thanksgiving, guys. guys, guys and girls. Love you all. Um, and as a bit of a, a little gift from from Watsy, they've given us a free arena event where you can play standard decks with any cards even ones not in your collection so you can just build it up play until the event ends it's free to enter i mean there's no prizes i think you get like a sleeve back for a win cool great you sure. know but yeah you could just i think this is pretty sweet so i, I might try and yeah that's not going to happen i'll say i'm going to try and play some <laughs> some arena but um yeah this this is an opportunity for you to build those decks you don't have the wild cards for or you've been holding off on because you know as new if, standard, and we're trying to work out what's going to settle. So, as if anyone's got wild cards outside yeah. of commons and uncommons. Yeah, correct. I, I've got those, just like those few rares sitting at me, you know, sitting there looking, and I'm like, so basically, what, what, what this, precious things do I need to buy with you? Exactly. So, what this event amounts to is, yeah, come and test all these cards that yeah. you haven't got the wild cards for for a weekend, and then. Hate the fact that you can't play with those cards because you've got their wild cards. <laughs> I I did that before. I remember doing that with the um, oh, what deck was it? Was it was like ages and ages ago? I think it might have been um, the Fires of Invention deck. Yes, yes. And you know, like the full Yorian build, like those those crazy ones that you could do. Yep. And uh, I, and I was like, oh, this deck is amazing. And then I looked at the wild cards, and I was like, nope, this deck is terrible. I hate it. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's an 80-card deck with probably like 50 rares in it or something like that. I'm like, yeah, this just Pass. But anyway, take take advantage <laughs> of it. Yeah. Take, take advantage of this little opportunity while you can and, you know, jam some games and it should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that we wanted to quickly talk about is there's another Arena Open coming up soon. Right. Uh, we're, we're big fans of these. We, we tend to chat about them a fair bit when they're coming up. But this one, mate... First time, it's for draft. Now, I've I've got the limited channel, not muted, but you know, like it, it gets full very quickly. <laughs> it does. It very like much I, does. I, I, I'll I'll open Discord and I'll be like limited thirty five new notifications. It's like I looked at it five minutes ago. Like, what are you, what are you boys doing? So, people are popping off in there. You've I would been say it's, a bunch. I would say it's the most popular channel in the Magic Beans Discord. We have a lot of uh, limited devotees. We do. And I have probably become one of them. So naturally, I'm pretty excited about this event. It's it's coming December 4th and 5th. Unfortunately, I cannot participate in it because as Cracker mentioned earlier, we're, I'm in the throes of moving house and packing and all that sort of stuff. So I missed out. It's also my wedding anniversary. It's also your so wedding. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just doubly not, yeah. not playing Magic that time. But on top of that, these tend to have a entry fee, which I can't find right now. Maybe it's not giving us an entry 25,000 gold or 5,000 yeah, gems. Now, I don't have any gold, right? So mm. we just had a new set come out with the Innistrad Crimson Vow, which is what this draft will be. And I've drafted a lot of it and had a lot of fun. Um, so what I tend to do is try and convert my gold into gems. The trouble mm-hmm. is, it turns out I suck at draft and I end up with no gold and no gems. So I, I, I can't enter this event anyway. I've got nothing <laughs> unless you unless I want to shell out some actual money, which I tend not to do on Arena. Yes. 
Uh, but okay. then, sorry. So entry fees aside, yes. What, what do you What do you think as far as have you, Have you played a mix of best of three and best of one, or have you what, what have you been playing so far? I've only been playing best of one this okay. set. Mm-hmm. In uh, Midnight Hunt, I did a bit more of the traditional best of three, and just because I've been so time poor of late, I just do best of one drafts to get through a game. You know, I can, I can yeah, sit down can and play fit one in game much more easily. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then come back to a draft later. Whereas playing the best of three, I'm then and because I'm investing gold or gems into it, you know, I'm I'm going to get in a lot more trouble when my beautiful wife is singing out to me, "I need you," and I'm like, <laughs> "Hang on, I'm just in game two of best of three. Just be forty five more minutes, love. Don't even worry about it. And and it's limited, right? So games yes. tend to drag on. And okay. I in in previous limited. Uh, events, there seems to be, I don't know, it feels like Crimson Vow in particular is a lot more dirtly. So, yeah, it's a lot slower. So best of three just has not been of interest to me this time around. Okay, cool. But um, how, how have you been finding the format? Have you been enjoying it? You said you haven't been winning a lot, but you've, you've won a few. I've, and- probably, I've probably broken even in terms of my win losses across maybe 10 drafts. So I've had I've had a number of 5-3s, a couple of 3-3s three and a couple of 0-3s. Okay. Sometimes you sometimes I draft a deck and I'm like this thing looks amazing. Look at these bomb rares. And then it's like loss loss loss. Oh, all right. Feels bad. Yeah. Cha-ching, let's uh, put another 10,000 gold into this and let's go again. Let's run it back. Done that a couple yep. of times and I've had very minimal success with that. Turns okay. out rage drafting after going zero three <laughs> is not a good idea. Turns out rage anything is generally not exactly. a good idea. <laughs> Pro tip from the magic beans here. It's it's actually <laughs> But overall yeah. I've had a lot of fun with it. I I I I feel like I say this a lot, but when when you scroll Twitter, you you see a lot of negative commentary around everything, right? And that's what I that's what I'm realizing. You know, yeah, the negative stuff is always there. But I, I've found Crimson Vow to be a really fun draft, and I think the 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 blood token mechanic has turned out to be a lot more interesting and fun than I'd initially thought it might be. Mm, that's and cool. the, the the build arounds with that, particularly around red and black, are just yeah. Yeah, I love it, actually. The description I, I heard for Blood, which helped it make a lot of sense for me, is it just turns every card in your hand now has cycling one. Yes, exactly. And I was like, I was like, oh, now I understand it. Plus, there's, you know, other cards that get upside. So, yeah, seems cool. I, I like that. Without giving every card in the set cycling one, because that would be dumb. Yeah. And I'd be sad that my Zenith laser rotated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as you said, 4th and 5th of December, so next weekend, not this one coming. Usual deal, you'll have a a large window on day one if you manage to get seven wins for the best of one or four wins for best of three. I don't quite know how that works. Yeah, that's different, isn't it? Four wins of best of three. Um, You get invitational tokens to day two, and then from there you can you know, have cash prizes and things. Unfortunately, the timing usually ends up pretty- It's bad pretty for tough. us. It's, it's, you know, like starts uh, like Pacific time in America. So that's usually kind of pretty bad for us. I, I remember 
one of the ones I did ages ago. Actually, it was the the cycling meadow was when um yep. Bacoria was just around. Uh, I think Shorty and I jumped in and signed up at one a.m. We had to like register, and then we both got up at like five thirty or six to play some games and stuff before work. <sighs> yeah, it was was wasn't wasn't the best. So keep in mind that you know you'll have to draft again. It won't be the same deck, and day two is only best of three. So you're in for you know a lot and up to eight wins so potentially many many rounds in yeah in day two so but if, you, if you've got the time or if you're working from home and can sneak it on one screen it's totally worth it if, you, if you've got the money to put into it or yeah know, for sure the in-game money not real money I, I do not condone that no and if you're gonna um you know if you do draft one jump into the limited channel I would love to follow lists. along. Yeah. Everyone, we can to see what, what you're up to. So let us know. All right, Stu. Yes. The main, the main topic, mate. The main event. The main event. The envy is upon us. And I mean, I'm still very excited, even if I'm not going to be as involved as I was last year. This has been kind of the culmination of, well, not kind of, it has absolutely been the culmination of all the events for this year. We've been working towards it from the start, which has been. Just amazing. We've had such a such a good year for for these leagues that we've been running. So maybe do you want to just run us through who's actually qualified for Yeah, we can do that. Um... And and maybe we can just, you know, quickly rattle off kind of the, the decks that they're playing and then we'll we'll go through each of them in, in a bit more detail and sort of give our thoughts on, on what we see from them. Right, yeah, absolutely. So Congratulations once again to all of our uh, Envy participants. You've all performed mm-hmm. amazingly well and consistently well, or in the case of uh, Lyndon, just showed up for one event and made it happen. Like that's, <laughs> that's very impressive. And, and of course, our previous winner, Hemsey, from yep. Envy 2020, didn't even have to show up this year, but to their credit, showed up to most of our events, which is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so here's, here's the list. Here's who we have. We have Benny R. Do we want their deck names now as I read them out? No, let's just go through the, the player names. Yeah, all right. So Benny R. Skips J. Linden. Uh, Jedi's Walker. Aragoth. Rolling Royce. P. Jaw. The AV Cable. Tom D. Hemsey. Yanli. The Goat. And K-Pop Fanboy, who is not actually a K-Pop Fanboy. Really? He's not. Uh, he, he mentioned <laughs> it in the chat of the previous league finals that the yeah, the name is not exactly true. All right. Well, what we'll do is <laughs> after the stream, we'll sit him down with Estella, my daughter, and she can educate him in the ways of K-pop because she is a K-pop fangirl. So who, who's your favorite K-pop uh, artist, no, Cracker? It's, um, it's what, what Rose from, from Blackpink. Um, is there one like Bring the Horizon or something? I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Neither do I. Estella is obsessed with, with Blackpink. And uh, yeah. I'm anyway, sorry. we're not here to talk about no. K-pop. Except <laughs> well, for K-pop fanboy. We'll, we'll get to their deck list later. We're here to talk from, from the top. We've got, I guess, guess an overview, mate. There's a lot of, there's a lot less green than I thought we, we might be seeing. Yes. There is a lot less green. We have quite a diverse uh, meta here. I'm pretty, I'm pretty wrapped with what I'm seeing, to be honest with you. That there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, me too. Maybe a bit much of some, right? Nah, nah, 
No, no, of the, course. I mean, there's there's just in your many, colors, many so you love it. blue red lens. <laughs> 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 all, right, all right, all right. Blue red lens. Benny R. Benny R. Let's let's start off. Benny is playing Grixis Horror. So, Grixis Horror. So we've got the uh, what is it? The Holebreaker Horror. So that's like the new end boss at the moment, yeah, right? There's, there's, it really is very polarizing. Um, I mean, we, we've talked about it a bunch on this cast the last few weeks, you know, the, the predictions and, and kind of how we're seeing it play out. So this deck, I mean, look, there's 12 decks. We're not going to go through all 75 cards on each one because no, that will take us way too long. This deck seems really good. They're, Benny is playing, you know, two Holebreaker Horrors and a Leer and then just 30 spells. Yep. Yep. All the <laughs> spells. In, That's all you need. All, yeah. Just, just all the spells because you just get to cast them m- multiple times. Exactly. How is that not like the best thing to be doing? And, and then like bouncing spells, yeah. Bounce spells, do the things, flip the egg, attack with the mm-hmm. dragon, cast some more spells, do the damage. Yeah, it's solid, right? Yeah, I, I look. I think so. I think this is a you know. So we're like we're going. This is my kind of style of deck. Yeah, he, he is going all the way up to Alron's Epiphany, which. You don't see a lot of. It tends to be they're either like Epiphany decks or Hole Breaker decks. Yeah. Is kind of what I've- Split the difference here. Yeah. yeah, he's gone two and two. And I think that's probably right. You can't have eight, seven mana no, spells no, in absolutely. your deck. <clears throat> no, I like this. I think it's, uh, you know, you bring the black in to just get more removal. Right, in mm-hmm. a creature-based meta, which is what we basically got with your mono greens and your mono whites and and obviously dragons and even horrors. So, yeah, it makes sense to just go hard on as much removal as you can get. Which I think yeah. was something that was... like Because Grixis has sort of not been around much of late. And now, obviously, yeah, it's showed up. I think there was a bit of talk sort of with Crimson Vow and... And stuff like that, that, uh, yeah, Grixis would be on its way back. And I think mm-hmm. we're seeing that now. Yeah, we, we, we definitely are seeing a bit more. And and there's some other, um, you know, we've got some off decks, which we'll get to a bit later. So, you know, I said a couple of weeks ago that, you know, black was kind of not really a feature in standard anymore. And it's still very much just a supporting color here. This is an Izzet yeah. deck splashing black. We've got a couple of copies of Infernal Grasp, a couple of Power Word Kills, and then you know there's some go blanks and things in the sideboard, so yeah. it's it's a pretty pretty light touch here. But you know the mana's better now. You know we've got extra jewel lands and things to to get away with these kinds of mana bases um, yeah. to to support the three colors. And then you've got you know like um, unexpected windfall, right? We're playing full four copies of that to to kind of really juice up when we're playing these expensive cards, and also just to to help with the, the colors as well. So. Interestingly, he Benny is playing a couple of copies of um, Galvanic Iteration as well. So he he definitely wants to you know fork some some extra turns or you know some windfall. So it'd be interesting to see how that comes together. Yeah, iteration on a windfall is nice. Yeah, <laughs> draw all yeah. the cards, make all the tokens. Yep. Yeah, I like six it. mana draw four, make two treasures, discard one because you only have to discard the one. So yeah, well, good. that's right, because you're copying it. You're not casting it a second time. Correct. So. Oh, yep. That's exactly. beautiful. See, that, that that is beautiful. And, in, yeah, so we're running also a couple of uh, Field of Ruins in there mm-hmm. to uh, deal with those pesky faceless havens. Yeah, and probably a hedge against 
the um other storm the giants and- well yeah yes yeah, storm giants but also in, in case someone was going to get right out there and bring the um book of exalted D's yeah. combo yeah um, but yeah I, I like it for fa- i mean eddie's for faceless haven there as well i guess it's kind of the same thing but um yeah i i think you know if you can support it then it's pretty good pretty good there's there's some double pip spells but they're mostly in there's no no double pip black spells i guess is probably the most important thing here no so. other than in the sideboard with the um meat hook massacre oh yeah i missed that one before yeah he's got a couple of copies of that but that's okay yeah that's okay there's this plenty is of a, mana to support that this is nothing particularly new i guess and, and yeah. that's probably you know true for, for a, a lot of these decks there are some new ones that we're seeing but mostly these are just kind of um twists on a on a theme we've seen before so why don't we keep going because we could spend oh time, time. all Let's right get so, away from us. so next up is one of the uh aforementioned uh the b- blue red mana decks uh skips mm-hmm. j with the is it dragons yep which look i think at this point we're we're all quite familiar with is it dragons and what it's trying to do it likes to take turn extra turns it likes to smash face with dragons flip eggs uh, we've got the full complement of expressive iteration. Gee, that's a lovely card. Oh yeah, it's it's the best. Like it, <laughs> I, 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 just, I think I, if you're playing blue and red, yeah. you you you're playing four of. No, I mean that's one of the main reasons to play blue and red. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like that is that is a huge draw to it over over playing um, you know, Demir instead. Iteration yep. is just so good. So a couple of interesting things here. We've we've got a copy of Imrith, the Desert Doom. Which is the blue dragon? Uh, yeah, the old and, ward four if untapped. Yeah, and the one that when it deals combat damage to a player, draw a card, and then if you have fewer than three cards in hand, draw equal to the difference. So not all gold spends. We still do have four gold spends as well because if you're playing dragons, that's yes. <laughs> I mean that's the draw card to play in dragons. Can right? we just say that spend. that is the dragon, right? It is definitely. And then, yeah, a couple of copies of Epif- uh, of Windfall and then three of Epiphany as well. What I like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't, I, I haven't been playing the Is It deck. I haven't played Is It for quite a while. Mm-hmm. But what I like is the, the Hellbreaker Horror two of in the sideboard. Is, is this just you're playing blue, get it in? Like. <laughs> It's just almost it's just such unbeatable. A house, right? in, yeah, it just—it's the control mirror, right? If yeah. you're playing yeah. the mirror, or if you're playing against a control deck, and you resolve it, you, you pretty much win. Yeah, because it's just the fact that you—you've you, got so many cheap spells, you know, like fading hopes and spikefield hazards and things like that. Like you can target them with a spikefield hazard to to bounce your whole breaker. Yeah, back absolutely. <laughs> there's there's lots of different play there. Yeah, a couple of the things I really like in this one. We do have three copies of Spikefield Hazard. We talked about that, and particularly Thalia being, you know, a real strong draw card and, and Mono White getting a lot better. Uh, and also Cinderclasm. A couple of copies of Cinderclasm in the main, and then, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good one to have. That is it, yeah. That is a strong card for those white decks that tend to have a lot of one-toughness creatures, particularly early on. Yeah, they are going really wide these days. Yeah. They, they do get tall pretty quickly as well so can confirm you, you do <laughs> yeah you know like they they do have the option to kind of get out of hand of of the cinderclasm but you you really need you only need to hit a couple of things and it's it's definitely worth 
the investment. But I think I think the way uh, this deck in particular works, you, you know, you're bouncing things with fading hopes and divide by zeros early on as well. Like you're just constantly keeping the board clear. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you haven't got your Cyndaclasms or your Spikefield Hazards, they're still having to cast fresh creatures that haven't had a chance to get tall yet. And then you can start bringing those in once they do get it, you know, before they get tall and kill them anyway. So it uh, for me, the, this deck just feels really strong in the mono-white matchup. Yeah, I, I think so. Look, there'll, be, there'll definitely be draws. I mean, it's it's true of everything, right, where there are draws for, for either side where, you know, the mono-white deck can just go, you know, Thalia into, you know, a bunch of disruption pieces and, you know, there's a bunch of really powerful three-mana, yeah. you know, um, white creatures where they can just, you know, kind of tax you enough to, to get the beats done. Yeah. And, and really, you know, sometimes you only need that extra turn or two, but if... If they do have the fading hopes, and and admittedly, like Skips has only got a couple of copies of fading hope, um, so he's leaning pretty heavily on fading hope and Spikefield Hazard in the early game. We've got four copies of Dragonfire, so that'll hit you know yeah. most things in the mono white deck, and and a bunch in the mono green as well. Particularly as you've got a bunch of dragons you can reveal. So yeah, true. You know, there's there's a lot of interaction, and it. it's very clearly built to do that. And once you get to four and five mana, you know, you just you, every spell is so powerful that you kind of can can run away with it from there. What's so, next? What's next is I've forgotten the name because it's it's Linden, isn't it's it? It's Linden. Yep, L L Wall. Yes, that is yes, Linden. L Wall. Yes, Linden. I was looking at this. I know there's another name for this. Man, this is just just straight up. Is it Epiphany? Right. Like yes. this is just. Yes. I am looking. <laughs> you know, we're looking at the goldfish list. And it is spells thirty seven. That's that's it. Yep. <laughs> Plus the lands. Plus the lands. Yep. So so we are we are fully into the, you know, four galvanic iteration, um, four unexpected windfalls, three burn down the house for sweepers, and then four Aaron's epiphany. Four four combo. <laughs> it's good. Tw- 20, 29 lands technically twenty three and and six you know. Yep. Spell lands, but um, wow. Wow right. is right. Yep, wow is so, right. We, look, we've, we've again, we've seen this a lot. This was definitely the big bad leading into Crimson Vale. Uh, and then looking at what we've got in the sideboard here, we've got a couple of copies of Goldspan. There's a whole break of horror. We've obviously got the lesson package that we're kind of used to now. Uh, and then, you know, like you've got Test of Talents and, and a Malevolent Hermit, which was... Uh, which was also, you know, kind of a, a really good um, control matchup. Yeah. Breakout as well, you know. So, I mean, left unchecked, this deck will do what it does, right? It'll oh, take yeah. five turns in a row and kill you with a bunch of birds. And it will do it. And it will, yeah. have, it will have fun doing it too. You yeah, it'll, it'll feel good about it too. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it doesn't care about your fun. Correct. Your feelings don't matter. Speaking of, we've got uh, we've got Jedi's Walker, and I mean, what what have we got going on here? So we're looking at another. Is it deck? We are. We're calling it, is a it Epiphany. Here. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that's accurate. But I think it's closer to dragons with. It's definitely dragons with Epiphany well, on the side. 
kind of this one's actually got the most creatures we've seen it so does. far <laughs> <laughs> with a total of nine it's got uh four gold brands three leers and then two holbreaker horrors so yes. a bit of a diversification of the threat package uh and then yeah just 27 spells all, all the things you would expect to see but i guess um you know it's been classed as epiphany because they are playing the full yep four copies of epiphany. that's true that's true so but i mean um skips jay's list is only playing one less but we're not calling that's that true. one epiphany come on shorty what, what are we doing here? no 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 but he's got five dragons and no horrors Five dragons. Okay, okay. Listen, sure, sure. listen, it's true. I don't know if you've been to the uh, the wizard's <coughs> deck naming lessons yet, mate, but what we do is we take five different Izzet decks that are uh, 70 cards the same and we, <laughs> we call them five different names because otherwise people will think the format isn't diverse and get mad. Ah, uh, yes, of course, of course. Okay, so just, just you know, we'll, we'll cut that bit of the cast out. Just, <laughs> you know, if you could remember that for next time. <laughs> Oh, I'm so embarrassed. That's all right. We'll, we'll get you there. <laughs> so, like you say, we've got the the three of them, right? These are the three red blue decks, which for me are the bad yeah. guys because oh, I'll be honest, and I think I, I think I mentioned this this in the last league, and Chewy didn't agree, but I don't like extra turns. I like taking extra turns. But in general, I just, I don't know. There's something about it. In terms of a spectacle and watching magic or commentating it, for me, it doesn't have that, you know, there's no excitement there for me. It's like, oh, great, there's an epiphany. Oh, there's an epiphany. All right, take all the turns. That's fine. But I don't, don't, you know what I mean? It's just not very compelling gameplay where I come from. Yeah, I I have to agree. Like, this is it, not this mu- is not a uh, a judgment as as on a- anybody playing the decks. No, because- no, no. It's 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 the most powerful thing you can be doing. Right? So why wouldn't you? I understand it completely. Yeah. I just don't think it should exist. Yeah, look, I I kind of have to agree. Do you um, remember Nexus first- of Fate? I do, I do. I, <laughs> the, the the first time you see someone chaining Galvic iterations into Epiphanies from like a literal zero board state to a win, oh, yeah. is impressive, right? Like you look at that and you go. That is a thing that is just that's an impressive, you know, yeah, combination well, of draws and, and yeah. ways to to win. But I've seen it now. I don't need to. to <laughs> <laughs> so, I, look, I what, there's what a lot I of do, prizes. We, we've got like three thousand dollars worth of prizes in line for the, for these players, so, which we're going to go over a little bit later. We will. So, like, I I fully get behind bringing the most powerful thing. Oh, and, I do and too. You I do too. Uh, I think this is more of a, a commentary against why do we keep printing extra turn spells? And there's another one in the set that actually no one seems to be playing. But you know, when will yeah, we not yet. But they but they will. It'll that, that will It'll come. come. I I just think at the moment there's no. I don't think there's any real need for them when you're able to copy epiphanies. Yeah. You know, rather than instead of running the gauntlet with the new one and the possibility of not being able to cleave it and going, oh, I think I can do it and killing yourself. Mm. So <laughs> this yeah. is much uh, less risk of risk averse. I mean, that, that should be how extra turn spells are, though. Yeah, I don't mind There that. should be like a significant downside. You shouldn't get attackers and blockers and things to go with it but anyway let's let's not do the whole epiphany song and dance again no 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 absolutely Cause, but because because we do have some uh, yeah no no it's all right yes we, we've we've got some some spicy decks coming up i love spice i know so, so go for it what have we got 
our friend Aragoth, who mm. is the historic master, mm-hmm. right? And obviously standard master as well because they're in the Envy. They're bringing along, they're bringing along some Jund. Now, I think we all love a bit of Jund, right? It's, it's, a, it's a color combination that is pretty cool. Yeah, and we so so we go from decks running like four or five creatures, no creatures to twenty two. Mm-hmm. What have we got 20. here? Like there there are cards in this uh, list of creatures I've never even seen before. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> so, the, look, I mean, we've got four copies of Kalein, which is probably one of the ones that hasn't seen a lot of play. Red and black for a one-two, and when it enters the battlefield, you create a treasure. Other creatures you control enter the battlefield with an additional plus one, plus one counter for each mana from a treasure spent to cast them. So So it feels like we're going to be trying to do lots of treasure things. Is that what we're... It it feels like we're just doing a bit of everything here. Actually, yeah. (laughs) It does come across that way. We've got dragons. We've got hasties. We've got Valky because... Makes sense. We got a lol shop. Yep. All the removal. Some removals. Not all the removal. There's a bit there. Yeah, there's there's a bit. I mean, they're playing, you know, a lot of creatures. And so that, that obviously chews up a bunch of your, your yeah. slots for, for removal spells. Um so there's the there's Magda and Valky and Florian, which is, you know, one of the newer cards from the, the previous set. Oh, it's nice to see that, yes. Graveyard Trespasser, which is one of the Cards from the previous set as well. Reckless Stormseeker, which we've seen do a lot of work, particularly in the Gruul Beats decks. Yeah. Imistrum Predator, which is a dragon, a vampire dragon, because why not? Does, does Jack know this one exists? Uh, I'm not sure if I've shown her this one. Do you okay. know this one exists? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you could show her later. Uh, so, yeah. And then a Moonvale Regent and some Goldspans as well. So, like, a big suite and kind of going... I mean, we're going from two to five mana on, on the creatures are kind of all the way up the curve. And then, like you said, there's a copy of Lolf and, and a smattering of, you know, interaction. Yes. So, we're able to obviously generate... Extra mana through through treasures early in the in the hopes of ramping into these bigger creatures mm-hmm. as well, and also running you know the the full complement of uh, Catma bills. Mm-hmm. Which what are we making? Oh, I guess you, you you're making you can. What are the what tokens are we going to be copying? Treasures, or yeah, treasures or spiders. Just the spiders as well. Yeah. I mean, you happens. can copy spiders. I don't know if you, I don't know if you want to. I think. Oh, yeah. Menace. I, I'm just so used than... to playing mono green and just copying trees, you know. So yeah, I, I always course. forget that other tokens exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the sideboard, we've actually got we've got an all black card sideboard here. So dread, you know, the... dread fuge. Yeah. What is that? Target player. Fuge? Fugue? Fugu. Yeah. Target Fug- player reveals Fugu. a hand. You choose a non-land <laughs> card from it with mana value two or less in brackets. That player discards that card. Right. Okay. So we're looking at a- um, It's it's like a, a mini Inquisition yeah. or for three mana, it's a Thought Seize. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. It's it's actually One of the new good. cards. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I've seen, seen um, some people playing it and it did some work in the decks. It wasn't it wasn't a Jund deck. So yep. 
but you know, getting to bring in you know some discard against um, the 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 thing that's important about this one is it's not like duress because you can actually use it against mono white, and you can take creatures. Yeah, which is um which is something that you know Inquisition would let you do, but um we don't have that in the format. But we we have duress, and so duress has kind of been the the go to card for for this sideboard slot if that that was what you wanted. But um I th- I think this is probably better in most cases. Yeah, I think cases. so. I think so. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's a bit more versatile. And then Ray of Enfeeblements because, you know, we're, cl- we're clearly worried about Mono White, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, um, I I mean, Jundamount is, is definitely a saying, right? It's one of those things that has stood true for a long time in Magic. Yep. It also hasn't been good for a while in magic i would have said so i'm keen to see how this does i don't know i don't know how well it will line up against you know these decks that are either you know super aggressive or taking all the turns just super over the top yeah i hope it's good i'm going to enjoy watching it yeah for sure and look, Jund, Jund is one of those decks when you look at it and i remember looking at it for modern when i started playing that a long time ago now and you just look at these collection of cards and like i just don't understand how this deck wins yeah. like there's no you're not looking at it going oh i can galvanic iteration into a second copy of you know outward's epiphany and take two extra turns and make four birds and like oh, i can do it like that's kind of obvious in air quotes if that makes sense like yeah. that's a very clear synergistic busted thing and jund you're just like yep my cards are just like the best on rate that they, they can be for <laughs> for each point on the curve and I will just, you know, play threats that you have to deal with and I will deal with your really annoying things and, like, you just grind people. So it's... I actually find Jundex really hard to evaluate <laughs> as to, like, is this good or not? Because it they they are more than the sum of their parts most of the time is, is what I've experienced playing both with and against it at different points. Yeah, that seems fair. I'd say that, that yeah, that'd be the case. Um, yeah, Back I, in your wheelhouse, I mean, though, mate. I can't evaluate anything, but <laughs> no, it- no, 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 no. All right, so Stu, just se- se- second lesson here, mate. We'll cut this bit out of the podcast as well. All right, what we're we're on a podcast, which means we have to have strong, over the top opinions about everything, and you're always right. Okay. Oh, you got that bit right. I am always yeah, okay. right. It's oh, good. Just- <laughs> All right. Perfect. So you know, like it doesn't matter if you haven't played with it. You just make evaluations off that's off the top of your head, and you're good. All right. But it looks fun. It has cards yeah. that I like in it. It's got dragons. It does have dragons. All right. So speaking of cards that you like, oh, you've this you've is played where a lot at. of this. This is where it is at, my friends. So Rolling Royce, a uh, great friend of the cast, he's been on. He was involved in the. I got to commentate with him in the last league, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. He's bringing mono green aggro. Yes, 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 that mono green aggro, and I love it. It's actually it's different to my deck because I haven't updated mine because I don't have wild cards. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're running the we're running the four ascendant pack leaders from the the latest Crimson Vale, which is the mm-hmm. uh, one green two one wolf. And when it enters the battlefield, it enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it. If you control a permanent with mana value four or greater, and whenever you cast a spell with mana value four or greater, put a plus one plus one counter on it. So that's pretty cool. We we have a solitary Lotus Cobra, a three Sculpture of Winter to untap our Snowlands 
because Mono Green only runs Snowlands. Mm-hmm. The Werewolf Pack Leaders, Mammoths, Old Growth Trolls, and the Olvenwald Oddity. I really like this card, Cracker. And going back to talking about Limited, mm-hmm. the classic saying of just uh, just draft rare bombs, can I just say that this thing is a rare bomb? Oh, man. Oh, this this is my idea. Look, this is my idea of a good time in limited. I, <laughs> as, I, as long as it's, as long as you're casting it, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. I I have drafted it once and mm-hmm. did some serious work with it, and I had it in a sealed pool, which was amazing. Nice. Anyway, I digress. I digress. I don't know if everybody knows no, no, this no, card. It's, it's it's good to talk about it. So so rattle it off real quick, mate. Yep. So it's uh two and two two green for a four four trample hasty beast with. Five and two green, transform Olvenwald Oddity, which it transforms into an 8-8 Beast Horror with Trample and Haste, and other creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and have Trample and Haste. Yep. It's pretty good. Yep. It's pretty good. What, what are we looking at? Like, it's kind of a... I mean, is it... Maybe it's like a Crater Hoof Behemoth Light, I in guess a way. I, I, I would look at it as like a Questing Beast... To start with? Well, to start with, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how often you're going to get to the transform stage. Yeah, probably you, not I mean, often. If, if you do, you've got seven mana, you, you flip it over, you've got an 8-8 eight, eight trample haste and, all, you know, like an anthem. And yeah, like you, you win that game most of the time, I would say, pretty comfortably. Yeah, I'd say so. And then from there, what we've got is, you know, it's it's just a really good card. I, I like this one. A lot of decks were playing the Frog Hemoth in that slot, but that was five mana. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a um, bit um, a bit much, I guess. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it is. Like, the coming down just that turn earlier, or even two turns, you know, like you can cast this pretty easily on turn three. Yes. Um, with, with a Lotus Cobra or with a Sculptor of Winter. So, you know, it, it's just... Mono Green is just doing its thing again, man. You know, it's just jamming big green boys and saying, can you beat this? Yeah, exactly. And um, so obviously we've also got the the four Blizzard Brawls, which has uh, become quite the card. And mm-hmm. the Snakeskin Veils for a little bit of protection. I tend to end up le- losing them, like getting rid of them pretty quick in a, in a game too. I feel like, like they're, they're good, but sometimes, I don't know. I don't know. What I do like in the sideboard is the four of Inscription of Abundance, which has become sort of my MVP when playing Mono Green. Okay. Do you like this card? I love this card. Yeah, actually, it does seem really strong. Um, It's, I mean, it's a modal spell, man. (laughs) Modal spells do, they just, they let you do what you need them to, right? And and obviously, Royce really likes it as well. You know, he's got four copies in the board here, so... Uh, you know, really leaning into that a lot. So I, I think this will be in in a lot of places. The fact that it's just like another fight card or a pump spell, you know, it just it gives you a lot of different choices. So I'm I'm interested to see that coming in. And a couple of copies of Ren and Seven just chilling in the board, you know, to go that little bit bigger against you know like the Jun deck, for example. If we see that matchup, I expect yeah, that's I'd a imagine that would come in for sure. In. Yeah. yeah, and against dragons as well. I would think, you know, you want to just get that little bit bigger. You know, you, you make a 5-5 five, five tree pretty easily and it's got reach and that just becomes a really annoying threat. And as you said, if you get to start cloning those with chariots, then 
you know, that's that's a really amazing spot for for the monogreen deck to be. Yeah. <clears throat> so the stock on monogreen has gone down a fair bit recently, and it's because it got a little bit from from you know Crimson Vow, but Mono White has really got a lot. Um, but before we get to Mono White, there is another Mono like, White, another Mono color in between, yeah, right? There is. I feel like you know we really need Shorty here for this bit, but Pejor, mate, has just lent into his roots and said, "I don't know what's good. I'm just going to play mono red." And I love it. I love he's it. Just playing mono red. Now, was it was it Pejor at the last Envy that was just top decking like a madman? Sure was with mono red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I commentated a couple of his games, and he just oh, top decked like gosh. an absolute monster. So I've never seen anything like it. And you're yeah. like, Pedro is dead in the water here. This is it. This is game over. Yeah, he's, he's got Bang. a one-outer. There it is. <laughs> there All right, it he's is. got another turn. It's another one-outer. There it is again. There it is. So I've never seen uh, anything uh, like it. Like, it was, it was incredible. And I would love to see it happen again. So it's almost... Oh, okay, maybe it's not. I've just looked at the list now. I was thinking, is it like a mono-red vampire-y? But it's not. It's just... No, no. What it is is it's it's uh, ten one drops. Yes, because yes, it that's is. what you need. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of two, and another six two drops. And then uh, he's he's kind of going a little a little bigger. Um, you know, up all the way up to Moonvale Regent. But uh, I I saw one of the things he was talking about was just he was looking for a deck to just jam some new Chandras in. Yep. And and I guess this was the shell that made the most sense you know you're, you're wanting to yeah you add a red you deal a damage yeah it's perfect you know that's kind of what you're wanting to do so i guess it lets you play your moon veils pretty consistently on i mean you have no other acceleration but you know moon veil is a four drop but if you if you get stuck on three lands you can go chandra plus and then plus again next turn to yep. cast your moon veil region and look dude you've had moon veil region in play i've had it in play that it, it's dropped off a little bit now. That card is a house. It is, And Mono absolutely. Red will empty its hand so fast, and then you just get to unload, you know, just refuel. You just get to chain spells. And that's what um, Pedro will really need to do yep. is, you know, get a really aggressive presence, get that early chip damage in with, you know, like the Pit Fighter, you know, the new 2-1 from, from the last set. And then Hall Monitor as well, you know, to, to you know, just get in those early beats. And then kind of just hope to be able to draw enough extra gas with, with the Moonvale region to, to kind of power through those last bits. So Yeah, yeah. What, what I really love is mm. go, going back to extra turns and how bad mm. they are and then talking mm-hmm. about the, the new extra turns card. Yeah. That should just be what they are. We do have the single yeah. copy of Alchemist Gambit in we the do. main. We do. And I love it. And- I, I do too. I really appreciate that Pejor's just going, ah, look, cheeky one off, you know, let's do it. Well, it's- Sometimes that mono red just, look, sometimes against particularly like the Epiphany decks and things, you just need that one turn and you well, never get it. And that's what I was going to say, right? Like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I just need that extra turn. And I think that's where yeah. this this comes into it and, and plays into that perfectly because it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's all or nothing. And it just fits the theme of mono red so well. Yeah. So interestingly, 
Pedro is actually playing four copies of the Blue Red Pathway, the River Guide, River Glide, Harbor Glide Pathway. Oh, so he I can didn't see that. actually, yeah, because like ninety nine times it's going to come down as a mountain. Yeah, it doesn't you know? Yeah. who cares? And then just when you've got you know four mountains in play, you're like, well, I can, I can, I can maybe you know clear. <laughs> I mean, if you're cleaving a seven mana extra turn spell in mono red, I don't know if you're doing it right or wrong, but you know you, you're doing something. Uh, it, it's, um, it's although it's possibly a case of the opponent is doing something, and that's how you've got this far. You know, like true. like you can imagine an epiphany deck that just can't find any of their epiphanies, which you know might seem unbelievable because they've always got them. They've always got it, <laughs> but in that one time they haven't. You know, this is where the seven mana gambit pays off. Sure. And there's actually another one in the sideboard as well, which is great. There it is. Yes. I, I really I really hope to see P Jaw just do do that at least and, once. You know, and so I love extra, uh, take yeah. an extra turn out of nowhere, win the game. Yes. And you know, we've got the a couple more or the full complement of Chandra's is in the sideboard as well to you know, you can bring mm-hmm. all four in if you'd like. And if you need to go a bit bigger, well, you're in red, why not bring along some goldspan dragons? Exactly. I love it. Yeah, this is. I'm excited to see how this goes. I, I don't know how well it will go, but I, I love that it's here. I Me love too. that it just, uh, along with Jun, same thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're different. We we haven't seen them much for a while, but here they are, and at the pinnacle, and they're, they're going to be piloted by two very very good players. So correct. I'm pumped. This this yeah, it gets me yeah, really yeah. excited. Yeah, it'll be really fun. All right, so moving on to the next couple, we I just realized how long we've been going for already, yeah, Stuart, so we I, might yep. have to, to power through a little bit here. Well, amal- we can amalgamate the two of these. We, we can. We've got Hemsey and Yanli both bringing mono white. Oh, sorry, not Yanli. It's the AV, the AV cable and, yes. and Hemsey, sorry, uh, uh, have brought mono white. Pretty similar kind of lists from what not I can mu- see. There's- not much different at all. It looks like there's a Valorous stance in, in Hemsey's deck. <gasps> Which I, uh, is an excellent card. It is a good card until you cast a Thalia and you're like, oh, now my Valorous Dance costs one more. That's <laughs> true. It, it got me in trouble in a couple of games. But it is a good <laughs> is card, it, is absolutely. It not as bad as my Thalia Delver deck that I was talking about. <laughs> anyway, Great look, we've, we've talked about this deck in passing and also in the last couple of weeks as well. Mono White. Top tier these days, you know it is. It's it, with Thalia and Valorous Stance and just you know a couple of other cards here. You know, um, Intrepid Adversary is really very strong. Yes, um, and yes, it then is. also you know like Sun Gold Sentinel. There's there's a number of these kind of just really hard hitting uh, so- creatures that that they've picked up in the last two sets, which have really pushed it over the top and and you know kind of squished out Mono Green. Yeah, I think it has and. For a long time there, you know, in previous casts and even at the last finals, I spoke a lot about how Mono Green just has this uh, longevity, right? It just Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how long the game goes on unless people are taking extra turns. It just hangs in there. But what I found is this is doing the same thing. The Mono Whites are doing the same now. Mm -hmm. For sure. And and look, they've kind of picked up so many tools with um, like Brutal Cathar, Elite Spellbinder and Skyclave Apparition. I know we've we've seen those last two for a while, but you know that suite of just 
interactive creature spells that then just beat down, you know, really just do a, a number on on a lot of these decks. And because they're so low to the ground, you know, they're, they're, they're really trying to go like, you know, one drop into, you know, two one drops or one drop into a two drop and then a two and a one on turn three. You know, they're really low to the ground trying yeah. to curve out very hard like that. Um, all they need sometimes is just that that one extra turn, that one creature out of the way. You know, you go, ha I've got a four four. And they're like, never mind that, Sunny Jim. Yeah. Brutal Cathar, you. <laughs> Such <laughs> a good card. It just is, you know, just get, gets that thing out of the way and just pushes through those bits of damage that it needs to. So, I expect a really strong showing of uh, of mono white. Both, um, I mean, look, we talk about the quality of the players. All our players are ridiculous. I don't even think it's worth saying anymore. They're all no. just way too good. But both, you know, Hemsey and Tom D have been, you know, present in in the beans for a long time, and they always put up really top results. You know, like winning the last envy. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that needs to one one thing I've found with mono white is the mm-hmm. sun gold sentinel. I don't know. Did you mention that just before? I don't think you did. I did say it. Yeah. yeah. But what about it specifically? Well, when it enters or when it attacks, you ex- exile up to one target card from a graveyard. And if you can get Coven on board, mm-hmm. which is pay one and a white, and you can give it uh, hex proof from a, a particular color until end of turn, and it can't be blocked by creatures of that color, this card can actually run away with it. Yeah. If you if yeah, you I, are playing against a, a, an epiphany deck and you know they're they're relying on the or, or you know a Leah deck or something like that, you can start just chipping away at their graveyard and taking away their cards. Yeah, and I and I love that. And and it's like it's just at worst case a two mana three two. Yeah, which, which just is, clocks really hard. Yeah, it's very good. So I'm I'm really excited to see how these uh, mono white decks will go. I think. Uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll go really well. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. So the next ones we can actually kind of bundle together because again they're quite similar. We've got a couple of ores of control, ores of mid range lists here. We do. So these ones are interesting. That you know, ores of wasn't really a thing. It was there was there was a little bit of mono black, and I guess there was a little bit of ores of it. It kind of picked up some more tools again. Uh, so we've, we're seeing like Eye Twitch in now, Shamling Gast, Professor of Symbology, Felstinger, which is a huge pickup for this deck. That card is amazing. The card is so good. It just kind of does everything you want. And then copies of Edgar the Charmed Groom. Uh, you know, four mana, four, four, and other vampires you control get plus one, plus one. See, when you look at it on the surface, that Edgar seems really out of place. Mm-hmm. Until you realise what the backside of it does as well. He, so he makes he makes vampire vampires tokens. when he dies. He makes and, vampire and then, tokens, and then mm-hmm. after three turns, he flips back over, and he comes back, and you have those white and black vampire creature tokens that are also getting plus one, plus one as well. So, even though Edgar is he's legendary, right? He's a named creature. He's you know one of the main characters yep. from the set. There's they're playing four of here. And one of the cute things you can do is legend rule your own Edgar. So you can, you know, have one in play and then cast another one to kill one of your Edgars and then start making yep. two two vampires. And just loop the And two. then flip it over. <laughs> and then, and then just, do it again. <laughs> just just <laughs> ping them back and forwards. That it, look, 
this deck is is trying to do that sort of thing, right? We've got yeah. Deadly Dispute, Infernal Grasp, Lol Fleck. We're not we're not a beat down deck here. This is very much a mid range control deck. Yeah, with, for know, sure. Three three meat hook massacres, and and I think that this is. Look, I'm not going to say it's like Yorion Charming Prince kind of thing, but it gives me that kind of vibe, you know. Oh, the vibe is there for sure. Yeah. A, a couple of things that are just, you know, built-in engines and harder to interact with engines are always, you know, a really powerful thing. You know, the, the artifacts, look, people are packing a braids because, you know, of chariots and things like that. So I'm not saying that, you know, the coffin side is invulnerable by any stretch, but it's it's definitely harder to, to deal with. And if you kill Edgar, then unless you're exiling it, I mean, like you said, like cool, done. You uh, okay? I'll just cast the other one now, and I'm I'm attacking with Tutu bats. So yeah, I I I like it. I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out. Another limited tip from Stu. Yeah, draft Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a lot of trouble. I never drafted Edgar, but I I know I did once, but I did have a lot of trouble with my opponents with Edgar. The card is good. Pro tip: Draft the rare. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I'm, I'm again. I'm very much loving the fact that we have these Orzov decks as well. Yeah, just oh, the variety we've got, and, and thank you, thank you to our Envy participants, all of you, for everything mm. you've done, but also bringing some spice and some interesting build. I like. Yeah, I'm genuinely excited about how these are going to play out. Yeah, me too. Me too. So the last deck we've got, and we probably should have said this one at the first at the start. This was just the the order they were in a spreadsheet. Is K-pop fanboy, and we've got another. Is it deck? Or am I? Am I... It is. Is it? We we mm. have we do have a a very small splash of white in the sideboard, but yes, it. So we do. Uh, yeah, there's a copy, a couple of copies of Valor Stance, but yeah. I mean, it's it's an Izzet deck. It's an Izzet deck. And, it is. And, and this is this is four gold spans, two Leers, two Holebreaker Horrors, and there's no Epiphanies in this one. All right. See, we've traded out the Epiphanies. We've got the Horrors. Mm-hmm. Let's just and, go and with a that. Couple now, of copies of the Celestis. Now, did Cape Fanboy play this deck in the previous finals or similar? Is he running it back? I have a feeling. I have a feeling they are. I don't remember. But obviously, like Holbreaker Horror is is a big pickup. Yes, for for this particular one. So whether they were playing something similar or not, I mean. It it would make sense. It was a powerful strategy last season. It's still well, that's a powerful right. strategy it, now. It, it took it took K-pop fanboy to the to the grand final against Linden. It did. And it was just a uh, yeah. Look, I, this is cool. I like no epiphanies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, and, I, and I've got to stop. I, I, I stop. I'm going to upset somebody. No, no, it's fine. You can you can upset <laughs> them. Um, I mean, did you hear me? I said nice things about mono white. That hurt. But um, I think it's really good. Well, I think it's it's the, nice to appreciate things that are good. And Mono White is good. It's a it good, is good deck. Anyway, we're not talking I, about Mono I, White. Well, I do <laughs> like the there's a couple of copies of the Celestis in here as well. And I don't know if you've seen the Celestis, go and check. It's, it's one of those cards that doesn't seem, oh, again, like it's going to yeah, do much. But yeah. 
you can make it into night or day and then, you know, like you, you can do that kind of at will so you can mess with your opponent's battlefield a bit, which is pretty cool. Uh, and, you know, it ramps a little bit and also, you know, you get to draw a card and discard a card so you can kind of sculpt your hand really nicely with with a Celestis while, you know, getting ready to to do all the other things you need to do. So uh, I expect that one will we'll see you know, a bit of play. And we've also seen that in um in Benny R's list, you know, that yeah, tends to happen. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I saw that, yeah. In in the Grixis list as well, because it's it's a bit of mana fixing as well, so. Yeah, I don't mind that. No. All right. So that is the oh. 12 lists we have. So that's our <laughs> comprehensive <laughs> preview of the deck list. Yeah. Like, I feel like we've really nailed them and I, and I, and I hope our listeners understand and appreciate the effort we've gone to to really get down to the (laughs) nitty-gritty of them. Jokes, jokes. (laughs) I like it. Okay, so we've always got to do the thing. We've got to put each other on the spot. Yeah, all right. What do we think? What's what's, Okay, I'll give you two. What is your pick for the archetype that'll win and then – the player. Oh, who, who, do, who I, do you want to win, regardless of whether you think they've got the best deck or not? Who do I want to win? Well, this is just this is the most ridiculous question that could be asked of anybody <laughs> okay. because I yeah. honestly would be wrapped with any of these individuals. I think they're all fantastic people, and but if I have to pick, all right, if I yeah. have to pick, I think I'm picking Aragoth. Hmm. I think. Okay. Oh. You just, you like the idea of the Jun deck, don't you? I don't think it's good enough. <laughs> but <laughs> I also think, like you said, right. so, Jun so, does so Jun things. And I think, it, I think it could just surprise a lot of us. Yeah, oh. for sure. Oh, I don't know. Should I take that back? No, no we're, no. we're going to stick with it. Let's stick to my guns. All right. What about you? I'm going to say Benia. Grixis. I, I like the Grixis horror list. So I, do I. Look, so do I. Benny is, Benny is a house and also like such a nice person. Like every time I've chatted with him, he's just an absolute Legend. champ. Legend. So not my shoot. That's true of everyone. I've talked that's to what in I'm the saying. That's what I'm every, saying. Everyone champs. I don't, I don't know how we managed to get such a good group of people hanging out with us, mate. But uh, well, it's clear that our, our our followers here are our friends that also reflect. They reflect on us, who we are, I guess. So naturally, the kinds of people we are, we attract that similar type of type of person. I don't know. I don't know how all that stuff works, but it makes sense in my head. Sure. Let's let's go with that, and <laughs> and then you know we've got a few trolls for you know Chewy, you know we've got you know Ties and, and a couple of other people like that, you know who just <laughs> sorry, <Ties. laughs> so mean. All right, so look, I I think this you know like like we've said in the past, but this is actually a really good metagame. I, I'm really pleased to see. The diversity, it would have been pretty easy to have more of mono white or more. I mean, even though there's, there's a there's a couple of mono white decks and obviously there's a lot of is it decks, but you know, it's possible that we could have just seen, you know, 10 copies like that. Yeah, if that right. happened, I would have been like, well, that's disappointing, but also like 
not massively surprising. So I'm really glad to see, look, you know, Ulsof Control and Jund and, you know, like just a bunch of different fun stuff. Pedro repping the mono reds. Um, yeah. So really looking forward to seeing how this plays out. I hope everyone, you know, draws well and gets a good mix of lands and spells. It's it's always disappointing to see people, you know, mulligan to four and never hit a second land drop or whatever it is that can happen, unfortunately. But there will be bulk magic streamed this Saturday, starting from 10 a.m., I want to say. I believe that's the case. We really should have had this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not what going, man, so, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> now, now, because Cracker and I won't be there, we do have some yes. uh, guest commentators that will be filling in for us, and we are very appreciative of them. I'm not sure if that's been announced or if it's a bit of surprise, so... You'll have to tune in on Twitch and find out, I think. You will have to tune in. It, do, it does start from 10. I did just check. We, oh, we nice, expect nice. the first match will start probably about 10.30, but um, there's going to be a lot of magic played. So please come and support, you know, hang out. We, we've had people who came along to watch parts of the the last Envy and then joined up for some of the leagues for, for this year and, you know, had a blast and did really well. So, you know, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So... Before we wrap up, though, yeah, we should talk about what these these players are playing for because these prizes are. Bananas. There's so many though, and we've gone on for so long. We have. We're, we're we just going to have so, to reel a couple off. I think just pick, pick two, pick two of the prizes <laughs> that two. you are I mean, so pumped one about. One of them says Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> That's why I didn't say pick one, because I knew exactly. (laughs) One of them says revised Wheel of Fortune with a custom Magic Beans altar. If you haven't checked that out. Rolling Royce. Yeah. So Rolling Royce is competing in this. He is. So are we going to see Rolling Royce, if they win, Mm -hmm. pick up their own custom altar? I mean. Yeah, it's a beautiful piece. He's done an amazing job. Yeah, they, he absolutely has. He's killed it. But I mean, it's it's like a, it's a revised Wheel of Fortune, man. It's that's worth like a chunk of money, M- oh, yeah. mind you. So is the revised Scrubland, the Crimson Vow Collector boosters. Pretty much all cash. of it, and yeah, the cash, all of it. the cash. Folks, there's a trophy. Shorty's got. You seen the trophy, man? Looks yeah, the trophy's awesome. awesome. The trophy uh, and is then fantastic. the the best prize of all, the token, custom art token for Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. There was the not the threat one that Hemsey put together last year, which is fantastic. Which is pretty great. Yeah, it's bowlless with like a little floral <laughs> wreath thing, pretending like he's all sweet and innocent. Yeah, it's all lies, just to be clear. Uh, and I think that was the whole point. So yeah, the winner will get to design a custom art token with with you know Josh and Pat and uh, the the artist there, which is awesome. So I'm excited, dude. Yeah, man. I'm pumped. I will be tuning into as much as I can throughout the day, and I hope all of our listeners can do the same as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. So the last couple of things to wrap up. Um, this is the final event that the Beans are running officially for this year. We may do you know, another one day or something or other later, but that won't continue as part of our tournament series for, for next year. We'll, we'll definitely kick off. Usually we start them again February, March. Typically, it'll depend on when the sets get released. I can't remember when the next one comes out. Um, but, you know, that'll be the... It's Kamigawa next, isn't it? Neon Dynasty? 
I think, I think it sure is. The, I'm pretty sure that's the next set. And then we go to like New Capania after that or whatever it's called. So I'm excited. So come join our leagues next year. The best place to find us is our Discord. The links will be in the show notes. Otherwise, if you'd like to support us directly, honestly, the best place is to just go to our merch store or to, you know, Josh and Pat's, you know, buy some cards, show them the the love that they deserve for for all they give us for these sweet prizes. Otherwise, you can, you know, you could sub to us on Twitch if that's a thing you'd like to do. That'd be cool. We'd, we'd love to see that on Saturday. Um, if you want to find us, we are just Magic Beans cast or Magic Beans kind of everywhere. Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and just, uh, you know, come ha- hang out with us. If you would like to engage with me directly on Twitter, I am at Joel Hill underscore and Stu, you are? At M Stewie. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again, and we really hope to see you on the weekend. And take care, stay safe, and we'll chat to you soon.